Guys, we are in so deep. I mean, <laughs> we're in deep right now. And it only gets worse. We find out that one of the main antagonists of the story has a humanity that disarms you and loosens your heart. For the most part. <laughs> we're talking to Ketchy. He never felt enough. And he completely swayed the public to just feel better about himself but at the same time he had this like this dagger tucked in his sleeve to destroy the very man he's worked for and that man never really wanted him and that man was his own blood so imagine you're like tossed at sea without a sense of belonging imagine how disconnected you could be from that emotional fulfillment that love offers not having a, a, a living mother and then not having a father because he discarded you and he never wanted you and you were born illegitimate. Man, guard your hearts. Fix your awareness to spirit. Yo, live grand. <laughs> this is what I am seeing from this entire story from Akechi's revelation. You know, he gave himself over to a horrific and cold-blooded spirit, essentially. And he's only a piece of a, of a larger grand scheme taking place man okay we're going to just continue where we left off and i'm going to speed through some of this because i didn't realize that the story doesn't end anywhere near i thought it would you know it it only it only progresses and it only just makes you wonder and it only has you thinking and it yeah man i'm telling you movies and and books and fan whatever you can find some of the most chilling lessons, some of the most chilling revelations through some really simple stories. It's pretty amazing. It is it is a little scary. But it will open you up to a new perspective. Welcome back, everyone. I am the Pain of Fool, and this space is for you. Welcome to the Gamer's Den. We are teachable here. We are discussing Persona 5 Royal. We're going through the story. And I gotta tell you, man, it's been a great, it's been a great, great, great ride. Shout out to those following me on TikTok, my new TikTok, where we're just talking Persona all right now. I, I am currently playing Persona 4 Golden in the midst of me playing Persona 5. So that's why I'm, I've been delayed with the one episodes um, I was going to release last week because it just a lot of things changed <laughs> i got a new computer and that replaced the old one and i i finally got the computer that i needed for all of my content we're talking this and then for my children's show that i've been doing and i put a pause on to rebrand i've been doing a lot of just adjustments and i finally have the bandwidth to to reproduce so it's just been some things that have changed but I am back and we're here to talk Persona 5 again to my TikTok followers. I love you guys. The, the fun, the fun is it's, it's only beginning because we're not done exploring Akechi. We're not done with we have to get to Shido. We have well, we have to get to Akechi. We have to get to Shido. We have to get to, um, to I almost say Yoshizawa. Kasumi, we have to get to Mementos. We have to get to the separate levels in Mementos. We have to get to the treasure of mementos. We have to get to everything and it, it it's going to continue. So 
yes, I know this this podcast has been persona heavy as there's been other things taking place in my life that I've been just been a little private about. I'm not really into sharing my life like that anymore. <laughs> not that I do, but, you know, just not a lot of talking. We're just going to talk about things that matter right now um, for my for my my faithful listeners. All right. Anyway. All right. So where do we leave off at? We left off with that big bang where Akechi and Shadow Akechi or Akechi and the cognitive Akechi were at a at a gun showdown. It was like this. Uh, you know how they do. What is it called? The duels in the in the Western, the Western, the Western films and stuff. They have that little moment. And um, I think in the previous episode, I mentioned that they killed each other or you could the camera fixed to them. But I meant to say the camera went away from them before we saw the, them holding their guns at each other. And then the camera switched angles to showing the crew on the other side of the wall. And then we just heard two gunshots. So we don't really know what happened, but it just feels like a catchy died. OK. I just can't believe Shido was his father. I'm, anyway, we get all the letters of recommendation. Well, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm thinking about college. Forgive me. Uh, <laughs> the letters of introduction. And then we finally get through to the main hall. We take this elevator up. We enter this huge assembly hall. And then we see this huge um, dharma. It's like this good luck, election luck symbol. Like in this, think of like a school auditorium or an opera house. And on the stage, you see this, this, um, this symbol of good luck there. You know, it, it's just for, it's just for him. I, I, we're talking about Shido. Anyway, but the hall is empty. And from the other side of the door, it sounded like there was, um, like this, like a lot of movement. So before we even went in there, it just sounded like a lot of people talking, a lot of noise, a lot of, sh a lot of chatter, a lot of just activity. And then. When we finally get inside the hall, there's nobody in there. So it's just weird because, again, remember in the beginning, when you enter the palace, you hear through these megaphones, which are like the, the loudspeakers of the palace, there is a lot of speaking and a lot of election results and things taking place. And it's assumed to be in beyond that door where you have to insert the letters of introduction. And then you go in there to find out that there's nothing. There's no one inside. So we, we leave and we prepare to send the calling card because we see that the treasure is there. I'm like, okay. So we're, we're, we're back at LeBlanc and we're thinking about how we're going to, to steal the treasure, how we're going to send the calling card. And then Futaba is just sitting there and she's giggling to herself. And she's like, we're going to do this. She tells us to look at her computer. Then she says, to trick your enemies, you first got to trick your allies. And then we switch to a cutscene. Now, in this cutscene, there's like a newscast taking place throughout Tokyo. And it just begins reviewing the recent events about the Phantom Thieves, my death, the, the protagonist's death. And then we have an interruption by Futaba hacking the newscast with these anonymous voices exposing Shido. The Phantom Thieves make a statement anonymously, of course, and we promise the people of Japan that we're going to fix this. This whole time, just imagine this. You're sitting in Times Square, New York or whatever. And as you're just watching some news thing taking place all over Times Square, it's interrupted. And then we see, hypothetically speaking, someone exposing Biden or something like that. And you're like, wait a minute. 
Like, what what is this? And then they are appearing on the screen and they're saying basically like, we're going to we're going to save the day and we're going to fix this and we promise you we're going to fix this. And then we're just like, yo, like what the hell? Because again, remember, the Phantom Thieves, their their public ranking, their social ranking was so low. People were just like, yo, I don't really get them. Like something's just off. I don't trust them. There was a massive public swaying of opinion. And now that the Phantom Thieves revealed themselves again because we were waiting for them to see, we were waiting to see the Phantom Thieves for such for such time, they return and they're like, yo, like, we got, we're going to fix this. But Shido is, is full of shit. And then we cut over to Shido and he's like, very well, you know, this is before we remember, this is before we get to stealing his treasure and before the heart change. So he's like, all right, I'm going to fix you, basically. So the chief detectives... They're speaking on the phone and one receives a call saying that the Phantom Thieves corpse seems to be missing from the morgue. Remember, I was supposed to have committed suicide and they were looking for my body and it was nowhere to be found. Because remember, Futaba did some some dope shit and she pretty much just caused a quick shift in cognition and people were led to believe that this thing happened when it didn't. There was a cognitive version of Joker set inside the interrogation room who committed suicide. Mad sly, mad slick. So Cheeto was like, find a way. <laughs> He's like, find a way to stop a change of heart. Don't we have Wakaba's research materials? And what about Akechi? Where did that useless brat go? He must have run away knowing he's failed. Bring him here. At this point, his treasure materializes. So we then cut over to LeBlanc. We have detectives. They burst inside and interrogate Sojiro. And he denies the Phantom Thieves' whereabouts. But he gets arrested anyway. And he's getting taken away. Shido's treasure. We cut back to Shido's treasure. It's like this golden spinning wheel for a ship. Like a, like a wheel. You know how they have those big old wheels. It's a steer. I think, that's, I think it, the exact word is a steer. Anyway. All right. Cut straight to the battle. Shadow Shido, he looks like this total, like this, um, I said totalitarian. Is that, is that the word? Yeah. Totalitarian? Yeah. Or like, what's the other one? The other term. Uh, he's like a dictator. Yeah. He's, he's like a dictator. He looks, he just gives me, he just gives me like this weird kind of, I don't know kind of vibe, but he's, he has this liberty crown on his head and his first form, he has like, He's like riding this golden lion and it's made of people positioned in praise and worship to him. So it's it's beautiful. It looks amazing. But when you look at it, the fine details, you see that it's made up of the people of, of Tokyo or the people of Japan. And they're they're like in servitude of him and they're like reaching towards him. But it takes the shape of a lion. It's pretty amazing. And it's it's called the beast of human sacrifice. Ugh. We beat that. He changes changes form. And in this form is that lion that grows wings. And then he changes to a third form and it's a golden pyramid. Now he's, you know, he's still there, but it's like this uh, golden pyramid made of the same humans. And there's a crown on the, on, you know, on the top or whatever. And that pyramid is called the tomb of human sacrifice. So he changes to those three forms. We battle and we beat him, of course. I take off my mask after we had some dialogue and I show him who I am. And he's like, yeah, 
I'm the guy that you set up to get arrested, you know, and then he's just like, oh, well, well, F you. And then he changes form again. And then we enter another battle. This was long. I got to tell you, I, would I say just as bad, or if not worse than Okumura, I don't really know. But we enter another battle and he looks like, I know if you've ever seen The Dark Knight Rises, look at Bane. He was giving me Bane, like full on just mad buff mad crazy looking he just looked like he was being fed some type of bio something and he was just crazy that took long it was a long battle and then it was over finally so after we win he acknowledges that he incriminated me on false charges like he was able to admit it and honestly as the player it was a relief to read at this point, we have been so invested in the story that you begin to take on the emotions of the characters. And I'm playing this and I'm like, wow, you finally apologize. You finally like just to think that there's so many things that have just been building for so long throughout the course of the year. And to finally get some type of retribution, to to get an apology, to get some something, it just it just feels good. He admits that he he incriminated him to protect himself. And, you know, he did apologize and he was like, yo, this is the first time I've actually felt apologetic. Beautiful, you know, still he's still trash, but, you know, it was just just some just some humanity. We get glimpses of their humanity. But the reason why I say a glimpse is because the the role that Shido played in this, it's it's crazy. You have to think about this. This happened for a long time. We cut over to the real world, right? And he's standing in where he's standing in his high rise. And he grabs his head and he falls against the floor. And he asks if they if the Phantom Thieves, if they succeeded, because he feels that change of heart. And we have a doctor standing there and he asks, <laughs> he asked the Phantom Thieves, I mean, he asked the doctor because, OK, let me tell you. They're in this Wakaba Wakaba have this this pill that she says that if you take it, it will cause a temporary death that will allow you to essentially kill or close off your palace. And the doctor was standing there with like this tray of this pill. And he's like, Will I be able to kill the Phantom Thieves if I take that pill? And it's it's like he takes it, but because they already stole his treasure, his heart was already changed. But he was like on the brink of like just staying, leaving that that whole space of evil and then staying in that space. He just wasn't he wasn't really sure. Anyway, yeah, he takes the pill and his goal was to just erase that cognitive world by just halting and giving himself a temporary death. Like, you know, the the, the more recent Romeo and Juliet with Leo DiCaprio like a, a temporary death just for a moment. So he dies for a little bit. And then back in the metaverse where, where the Phantom Thieves are, the golden steer treasure, it comes down within our grasp and then the ship just starts to sink. That's giving us indication that his palace is beginning to shut down because he's essentially dead. And now we're just like escaping. We escape through a lifeboat. Ryuji runs to grab the boat. You know, and he, as he as he's like dangling from this one little platform area to bring down the little lifeboat to us, 
the whole entire ship explodes while Ryuji is hanging there. So we all thought he died. We make it back to the real world. He shows up at the end. We beat his ass for scaring us. And then we go out to eat to celebrate. Now, Shido wakes up with a change of heart. Yeah. And when he when he wakes up from his temporary death, he just bursts into tears. And you have doctors and we have all these agents and they are surrounding him. And they're trying to figure out like how to prevent him from confessing down to they're they're like willingly to or willing to just um get him in this i guess like say that he's he, he needs like like put him in a psychiatric hold whatever that title is called 5150 whatever it is they want to place him in temporary hospitalization to avoid the press covering what he's going to say anyway we cut over to leblanc it's ransacked. It's crazy looking on the inside. Futaba and I walk in and we just start freaking out because it, it just doesn't, we don't know what happened. From Sojiro being interrogated to then him leaving, but we didn't see that the whole entire uh, cafe was, was ransacked and destroyed. It looked like he went out with a fight. We don't really know what happened. But he did walk in and he said he was kidnapped by Shido's people and was suddenly released assuming that Shido had a change of heart. We clean up the place and we wait out the next few days for Shido to make the announcement that's that's if he gets to. Now, at this point, it's December the 18th and we are approaching the confession. Okay. So we have the news and they're like, we're reporting live from the National Diet Building. According to polls, voter turnout was unusually high. Shido garnered, Shido garnered overwhelming support. And it is said that his position is guaranteed. It's almost time for Shido's policies to become a reality. We cut the Shido on screen, right? Now, this is where it gets crazy. So now it's his turn to speak. And he's like, your support warms my heart. And he's speaking in that, you know, that authoritative voice. He looks as if he's genuinely really like he hasn't had a change of heart. He looks like he was. He was back to his old self. I'm like, oh, maybe they did something. You know, these are these are like high ranking doctors and psychiatrists and scientists that you never know. Maybe they could have done something while we were waiting this time out for him to change. And he's like, your support warms my heart. My election is the result of every citizen's aid. That is why I cannot forgive myself. And then he confessed killing Okumura. He confessed manipulating everyone. And then... It was just like everyone behind him in that room, like the agents and things, they were panicking and looking at him while he was confessing. And then we cut into LeBlanc and Futaba. Everyone is just pretty much feeling like they, they got their peace. Futaba got to avenge her mother's death. Haru was able to set her, settle her debt, you know, and just people who felt some type of way felt just they got some peace. Joker felt like, all right, you know, I got I got my apology. I got something. And, you know, I, I'm grateful for that. So it was it was a nice moment to see and to witness people feeling that sense of that sense of peace. Now, on the flip side, Mishima's he's saying that the people, they aren't focused on Shido at all. They're they're still focusing on the election. And I noticed that too, like, even though, even though Shido confessed, now if you, if you recognize me this whole time, I didn't mention anything about the people when he confessed his whole crime, the people, the populace, they didn't even respond to that. It was like they were like in this stupor 
it's like, okay, if you are very aware that I'm confessing that I killed Okumura, that I've done all these different things, and you aren't like, you're in denial of it. It's, it's like, what? He says, Mishima's like, yo, the support on the fa the Phantom Thieves on the fan site, it, it didn't change. It's just off. But Morgana is like, you know, we've done the right thing. It's time to part ways, you know, because he doesn't know who he is yet. We're talking Morgana. He's still, he doesn't, he doesn't have his identity. And we were thinking that maybe we were going to get some answers after defeating Shido because apparently Shido is like the head, the head kahuna. He's everywhere, right? Wrong. <laughs> Shido was taken to a, a hospital where a psychologist, uh, the proxy, special investigations unit director, and a, a Shido-leaning legislator were speaking. And apparently they're saying that the entire operation will be exposed if he's still talking. Also, Sai Nijima is now stepping in to prosecute him. Talk, pro, I'm talking about Shido. So if, if Sai successfully prosecutes him, like all this is coming out and it's, it's going to be crazy. So they start this operation of advancing foreign affairs, foreign affairs by controlling people's hearts. And that's the most important thing right now. And because of all the support garnered for Shido, they're going to continue where he left off, thinking that the populace, they still have faith in Shido. So they're like, yo, we're going to we're going to do something to control public opinion. We're going to make it seem as if he needed a psychiatric evaluation. Now, although support is directly, like directly centered and pointed at Shido, there's there's a little bit of a little bit of like um like a little doubt. They still think that I committed suicide, and that video Futaba posted all over Japan was potentially fake. So they don't really know if this was real or not at this point in time, because so much is so weird. The trust is up in the air. It's like, you know, it's like, do I do I trust? Who do I trust? And that's that's what's happening. But in the meantime, I have to go back to school now, because remember, I was I was hiding, concealing my identity from Akechi and everyone else who assumed I was dead. So as we're back in school, like it's just the energy just feels different, like people appear they really appear to be brainwashed, even though they're having regular conversation like, you know, something about this is weird. And we, we really want Shido to win. And where has Shido been? We want to see the change. We want to see the, the, the. And it's like, do you not realize that he just confessed anyway? So the news convinced the people that the Phantom Thieves have nothing to do with the change of in Shido's behavior. It's almost as if the Phantom Thieves are like. Like they're disappearing from the general public's thoughts at this point. And we then switch to the SIU director dismissing Sai from the case. And he tells her to go get married and find something to do. He's like, no, you're not just to he's really they're really trying to protect whatever this operation is. They're going in full steam ahead to prevent and block everybody. So Sai's been dismissed. And now we learn on the fan site that the general public, they want the Phantom Thieves executed. So it's like, what the hell? And it's like, the world appears to be a palace now. And in fact, it is. It's Mementos. <laughs> now, you know, Mementos is the collective unconscious. This is the, 
the city of Japan, really the world essentially, combined with everyone's true desires. And this we learn is a, a final palace, the big place. And this is where we learn, okay, if we can get to mementos, if we can get down into the core of mementos and find out what's really at the bottom, at the depths, the, the deepest points of the unconscious, and if we can identify that, how will it change the world? What, what would the treasure of, the, of mementos look like? What would the treasure of the collective unconsciousness of the world be? What would that look like? And how would you steal something like that? And if you steal it, would the people, what would happen? Would it be a change of heart? Would there be a denial of who they are? Like, wh at what level would that type of behavior um, or that action of stealing their hearts or stealing that treasure, what would it do? <sighs> crazy, 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 crazy. <laughs> Tell you what only gets better. I mean, by getting worse, it gets better. But I'm going to pull out here and we're going to come back next week as we explore mementos and get to the core and get to the end or so we think of the game and then we we're in we're in royal so a royale so remember there's more to it but it, it only gets it only gets better guys but catch me back on tiktok i'm over there painful the painful podcast find me there add me um let's let's get chitty chatting and um i'll catch you next week yes that's the 21st i think <laughs> I'm out. Uh, find me on IG at The Pain of Fool. But I'm primarily in, in Persona and other video game and, and all that good stuff content. Find me on TikTok, The Pain of Fool Podcast. I'll catch you next time. Peace. <laughs>